Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. So I literally just picked up my microphone and I have a little idea and I'm just going to freaking run with it because I'm trying to do more astrology and business content. Um, There truthfully is this like really weird energy that I have where I'm like, I don't know if I should be talking about like I, about business. Like I, I call myself like a business consultant in a way, right? But then I have this thing attached where it's like, oh my God, am I worthy of being a business consultant or whatever, right? I don't like the word coach. I hate it. I don't resonate with it. But mentorship, consulting, I love those words. Uh, Teaching, guiding. And um, I feel like I have enough experience to share my lessons. And uh, as a projector and a 3-5 projector, I'm really just supposed to like experiment with life and then like show up to allow myself to be seen. But then like also I'm just experimenting and I'm getting distracted by something. And this happens every every podcast episode. Um, but yeah, there's – what was I talking about? Oh my goodness, this happens too where I forget my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't feel like I'm that um, – I don't know, like I have issues with like really stepping into like the power of that. And I've always been like, oh, it's because it's I'm like young. But it's like, no, no. You are you. I've been experimenting since like age twenty with businesses. I'm twenty five. I think I've learned a thing or two, and I want to share it, and share my trials and errors of things because that's how you learn. But also being having that three in my chart, I'm like meant to um, experiment. Okay, my human design chart. I will soon offer like human design mixed with astrology readings. It's it's coming. It's it's projected into the future. And but this three really allows me to just like experiment, try things, and like you can't tell me if I'm going to like like it or not, I just had to, I have to go do it myself. And yeah, it's really, it's fascinating. I also have the line in my chart I discovered. I forget the line number where it says you don't want to work for anyone else but yourself. And I was like, literally the human design chart I'm says I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. You have to preach this business stuff and share it but my approach to business is very different like when I started my business I said to myself do this grant program um you know start the business and if you don't like it you don't have to continue it because the grant program is just you do it for the summer here in Ontario Canada if you are anywhere in Ontario Canada they like google summer company grant program um if you're in a post-secondary institution Um, They also might suggest this. You have to be like in school, going back to school, and it's your summer off. And instead of getting a summer job, you decide to run your own business for the four-month period. And I was like, yeah, if you don't like it, who cares? I loved it, and I've been doing it ever since. But I had to try it, right? And But I gave myself permission to be like, if you don't like it, don't continue it. And giving yourself that permission, I do that with everything I do. Like if I don't like – 
like I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying a membership. The details will be below. I'm gonna do a membership that is only open for like six like it's only six months that I have planned. And depending on how it goes and how I like teaching in a membership container, it will determine if there's a membership after that six months or not. Because I've always wanted to do one. But then I feel like the energy of like, how long does the membership have to go on for? Do I have to commit to it forever? What if I want to stop, right? And almost that fear of the people who join, what if they're disappointed that I stop, right? So almost creating this energy of like, okay, it's a membership. There's six months open to enroll for to be a member for a maximum of six months unless otherwise stated. Who's in? Let's experiment with this. And it's all about astrology and business and taking your chart and really learning how to integrate that into your business. If you're like be more beginner, I, I try to call on conscious women who are like who are like something's holding them back from starting a business or they're like, I, I just started and like I need help because – Everyone's business journey is like unique, but I found astrology about a year into my business, life-changing information. And I want to talk about the different places you can look in your natal chart to figure out your best ways to be in your business, your best ways to serve, your best ways to make money, doing things that really expand you and therefore expand the people around you, right? Like it, it'll act as a ripple effect to your customers, your clients, depending if you're your product or service-based. I'm more service-based, um, but products, entrepreneurs are awesome too, right? If there's true intention behind what you're selling a product or service, it doesn't matter like what category you fall into. So the first place I'm going to talk about that you look for in your chart, it's the very top and it says MC. It should be a dark black line, and opposite to it is IC. There is a deep wisdom that this line holds in the middle of your chart. The IC at the bottom, it's your home and family life. It's your childhood. It's kind of the energy, and I, this is so new for me, like discovering this. But your IC is the, the, ener like the energy that you embody when you're like around your family. And it's almost the energy that you, you don't want to be that energy when you're at work. And that's why you go to your MC, right? So um, – I found it like my example is a Libra IC. I play peacekeeper. Um, I don't want there to be any conflict at home. I want a very peaceful, balanced home. So I do everything I can to make sure that there's no arguments or conflicts or anything, right? So at work, I'm I or at work in my business, whatever I'm doing that, that's not connected to my family, I'm in service and I'm being seen as like, you know, businesswoman Lisa or leader Lisa or whatever. I go to Aries. I'm independent. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. I don't want to have to keep the peace or like, you know, fight the fires. I'm leading. I'm expressing myself authentically. End of story. I'm not here to like, you know, be peacekeeper. I'm here to lead and move things forward and start things and pioneer things. We look at the bottom. I'm not here to play like mediator. I'm here to just lead and sort of teach you to lead to and not follow. Like I always say like there, there's no reason like with any teacher 
if they say they like are the be all and end all and you must do what they say like oh god no if i ever say something that does not resonate just freaking ignore me like you know you don't have to agree with like everything someone says if you listen to their content or you know even if you've done like a reading with me you don't have to like everything i've said in the reading it doesn't all have to connect right but anyway that midheaven though is like where you're sort of going in your career and the legacy that you're going to leave behind. And I've used the word midheaven. I love how sound is mystical. Someone's like, it sounds so intriguing. And I'm like, it does. So I've used that term to really be the foundation, this line in the middle of your chart that goes up and down like north, south, noon, and uh, midnight at the bottom. I'm using this, if you think of the chart as a clock. Um, So I use this as a foundation for my Midheaven mentorship, six-month one-to-one container. And I use it as the foundation for the Midheaven membership, which is just like a six-month membership. That's it. You choose if you want to just do it monthly, three months, or all six months. And it's basically like a monthly meetup and a mini one-to-one 30-minute session. Uh, There's no accountability with that. It's just like come to the classes the one-to-one mentorship is where we go like deep, deep, um, super in-depth into your chart. The classes, it's more of that fun community environment to learn and feel connected. Community is very important, but um, it's like less of a commitment for you, but still you giving yourself knowledge and new tools and new perspective into how you want to run your business to grow and feel more in alignment. And so I call it the Midheaven Mentorship because I this line I've discovered, it's so informative and it can feel so healing. And I'm all about soul healing and soul growth through your business offerings. Like if you're not growing while you're doing your business, like what's what's even like the point? But like you you will grow grow and learn from lessons. But I feel like almost on a soul level, it comes through this like healing and this growth. Because I I read I read I, I just was studying my MCIC. Because there can't just be a top without a bottom, right? And I read about mine, and I was like, oh my god, I feel so seen. I was like, oh my goodness. So then I put my brothers in. He has a Pisces. Um, I see Virgo MC and I was reading it and I shared it with him and I said you he's like this is interesting and he's like is this is what is this why I pick workplaces where dot 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 I won't share that that's his uh his his line he does not have a podcast but he was even like oh my god like I need to pick different workplaces and I'm like yeah so with him it's like you don't want to catch yourself in an environment in a work setting or in a business setting or at something like that where you feel like you are in that icy energy at the bottom of your chart and it's reminding you of your family. Like you want to be in the exact opposite when you're in your business or when you're in your career, right? So that's why I have that as like the main foundational line. Look to your MC. Your MC will guide you as to how you're going to be seen as career woman, businesswoman, right? Some other places we look in our chart, I have an episode about like your dominant element with the second, sixth, and tenth house, but your second house will explain to you how you make uh, money and things you really place value on. It can describe like actually how you're going to generate revenue and the energy you almost have to embody to make money, right? 
Sixth house is like the daily habits and routines that you're going to have, but also really how you want to be of service. So I'll give my examples. And then the 10th house is how you're going to be like seen through doing these things. They all connect like a triangle. My second house is um, Leo. So Leo is ruled by the sun. So I look to my sun placements. You also look to like the ruler of the house too. This is where astrology is layers like an onion and it can get confusing. So my second house, Leo. So I basically have to have to shine my sun energy out and just be myself. And that's like the best way for me to feel like the best way for me to gener- generate revenue is my be- by my word, by me being my Gemini self, sharing information, talking, communicating, but just allowing myself to also be seen. So like this podcast is one way I do that. The sixth house for me is ruled by Sag. Sagittarius is like the old wise teacher and they just, they got to be teaching, sharing, exploring, adventuring. The sixth house being in Sagittarius is why I teach. It is why I, I feel like I even teach on the podcast. It's why I like to teach classes, Um, but they're not like, they're a little exploratory with what I'm doing. It's not like normal information or like traditional. It's it's that like, how can we go deeper and explore and go farther with this, this information and really like go outward. So that's how my sixth house comes through. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to serve through teaching. And then Aries at the top, I have to be seen as the leader, the one in charge, follow me, let's go. And I got to do it first. Um, so that's how it comes through for me. Now some other, so look to those, um, oh, I forgot to say the ruler of my sixth house is Jupiter. My Jupiter is in Aquarius, so I'm teaching astrology. Astrology, Aquarius, it's, yeah. Uh, Aquarius rules astrology, but also just like woo-woo, different out there topics I'm teaching about. My 10th house is ruled by Mars because Aries is ruled by Mars. My Mars is in Virgo. So normally I find myself when I'm leading people, I'm almost leading them towards organization and leading them to be like, hey guys, because Virgo is also ruled by Mercury communication. And my Virgos, Mars and Virgos in the third, which is more Gemini energy. It's almost like, hey, how can we communicate? How can we talk? How can we organize this? How can we get systems in place? So this is more efficient. So I'm always leading towards efficiency. If things like, why would you not be efficient? I just don't understand why people wouldn't be efficient. It's like, because if you're efficient with like work, like shouldn't everywhere be implementing like a six hour work day or the four hour work week? Like, you know how much more efficient that is? Then you have more time to do other things in your life. Like there's almost like when you're efficient at work, sometimes I feel like people think it's like bad. And it's like, no, be efficient at work. And then if your company like values it, or even within your business, be efficient with the things you need to get done. And then you have time to go live your life and do other things. You don't always have to be working. Like the theme of efficiency, even with with the Virgo energy saying that, it's like, yeah, Virgos love to work, but like there's more to life than work. And if you can work for four to six hours a day, but get a lot done and be productive, do that and then go live your life and do other things after. Like I don't understand things sometimes, but that that's where – but see, like I've I've learned that and I'm like, that's why I'm always trying to implement systems. But I, people compliment me on my organization. Literally the biggest compliment you could give me is organization. 
I should actually do like a story of like um, I went through my podcast interviews on here and I color coded uh, four different elements, four different colors, and I totaled like how many guests per element I've had. And I was like, wow, my podcast has had a lot of fire and air guests. I'm like, my podcast needs to be balanced with some earth and water guests. But I actually spent the time to like do that with the detailed system. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Anyway, so look at those houses for money, service offerings, how you're like seen as as a, a businesswoman, career woman. So the next place you're going to look at to really help you dive into like astrology for business is your Saturn. Well, Saturn is like connected to life purpose and it keeps you on track. It can throw you curveballs to make sure you're in this life purpose. So I've been blessed with my Saturn being like conjunct within 10 degrees. It's not a super tight conjunction, but it's in the same sign as my midheaven. So my Saturn's in Aries. It's in the 10th house. So that's why I'm very disciplined about work and it's why I'm here um, basically using astrology for business because let's go, right? Um, but your Saturn, it's like where you need to learn a lesson. So I need to learn about leadership and uh, and hard work, determination, consistency that will come through there. But Saturn being in the 10th, it's really at home there. But if you have Saturn, for example, in your third house, you're here to really like tap into like communication and self-expression. If you have Saturn in the 12th, discipline around your connection with like spirit or um, spirituality or like your inner hidden parts. If you have Saturn in the fourth, family will be a tough spot for you, but learning that. Saturn in the seventh, learning how to be a better partner in everything, romantic relationships, business relationships. Saturn in the 11th, learning to kind of be a part of a community. I could go through all of them, but it's the area that your soul really wants to like explore, but it's going to feel hard, a little hard, right? Um, but I always say like work with your Saturn energy, not against it. So I always try to make sure I'm in a leadership position um, <laughs> no, no matter where I am because if I'm not, I get very agitated. So having a business, I'm, I'm in a leadership position. But it's Saturn and Aries. I have no patience learning that like, okay, if you're collaborating with other people, clients, whatever, you have to have that patience. But like lead them. Tap into your energy. Own your voice and go. If you have Saturn and Libra, it would be like the opposite of what I'm just talking about. It would be like learn how to collaborate with someone and like walk with them, not in front of them. But yeah, so look to your Saturn, Google like Saturn in this sign in this house and see what it really means for you, where you're learning to be dedicated and disciplined to. Next, I want you to look at your Venus. Venus is a planet of like love. You've probably heard that. Venus is also like what you love to do, though. It can be what you like to do with a romantic partner, but it can be what you love to do. Venus is also the planet of money and abundance, so it can explain some of the best activities for you to do where you naturally feel abundant and therefore could just not like kind of naturally earn money in that area because it just lights you up. So for me, my Venus is in Gemini. My first business was social media. It's so, so Gemini. I have a marketing job, but really what I do is like, I'm hearing sounds. All I really do in my um, 
business, astrology readings, one-to-one, like it's a conversation. It's Gemini. Talking to you in a podcast, it's Gemini. Teach a class, it's Gemini. Um, pre-recorded courses. I have books I've written. Um, what else have I done? What else do I offer? I teach classes. Yeah, like everything I do is rooted in Gemini. It's rooted in air. And I never feel like it's work. And I just love it so much. And it works and it flows. And I go with it. So you got to look at your Venus to see where you're really lit up by things and where it'll be really natural for you to just like tap into. You'll just, if it doesn't feel like work and you're really enjoying yourself, you're naturally abundant, like the, the money will just almost just be drawn to you when you're in that energetic state of reception and enjoyment and you'll feel so really fulfilled with what you're doing. So look to your Venus. And then you got to look to your Jupiter because Jupiter is how you expand. Jupiter and Venus energy are very, very, very similar. Now, I am blessed to have – I feel like I'm blessed. There's probably a downfall to this. There's always a good and bad to everything. you got to watch the energies, right, and turn your observer on. So my Venus in Gemini at 23 degrees. You don't need to know this very much detailed information about your chart, like down to the degrees unless you're more like advanced. But um, I have – Venus and Gemini at 23 degrees, trining beautifully my Jupiter and Aquarius at 21 degrees. So my Jupiter and Venus are in great reception. So Jupiter and Aquarius, it also can explain how you can like expand and things that you love to do, things that bring you joy, similar to Venus. But Jupiter is just like... It's like when you... You know when like there's really good food in front of you and you just eat it, and you just like fully enjoy the meal every second of it, and you feel so like full after, but not full where you feel like sick, full where you're like, wow, that was so good. That's like what I feel like Jupiter energy can be. Think of like jolly, even like where you're just like laughing, and it's just, it's just a good time. So my Jupiter in Aquarius, I'm here talking about astrology. That shit lights me up. <laughs> and then you have it. So when you have Venus trining Jupiter, it means the things that you love to do, the things that will bring you, you know, abundance. It's it's directly in harmony with what is lighting you up, expanding you big, and it, like and also bring you abundance in like a different way. They're both like similar. Gemini and Aquarian energy. It's like boom, boom right there. So – I'm lucky to have those connected where that's why like I'm just really drawn to anything communication and it just sort of works. Um, but the the bad side of this because I like I, I, I learned I learned something new which is also very Venus and Gemini, Jupiter and Aquarius but I was learning something about astrology and um, it was more to do with like Venus and relationships and the aspects you have to your Venus because it can really talk about um, – it can explain why my Venus in Gemini is different from someone else's. So like my Venus in Gemini um, is trining Jupiter. How many times can I say this? I'm Mercury and Taurus. I apologize for repeating sometimes. And But then part of me wants to be like, no, I'm not sorry. This is who I am and I have permission to repeat myself because that's what I tell uh, clients in readings. Like it's a permission slip. You want more security? That's because you have this Taurus or you want to go on an adventure. You don't want to listen to yourself. You're Sagittarius. Rock with it, right? So yeah, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm Mercury and Taurus. And so, oh my gosh, where was I going though? Gemini losing her train of thought. The Venus – oh yeah. So the Venus and Gemini trining the Jupiter and Aquarius – it's basically like I have a almost – I might give too much. 
right? Or I might be too optimistic about things. My brother, he's a Virgo. He's lots – he's like three things in Virgo and he's like – He's like, you can be a little delusional. And I was like, oh my goodness, right? I have a Pisces moon. But I was like, I just think I'm too, a little too optimistic sometimes. I like to see the good in everybody. But oh, that has gotten me. For sure it has, right? So he's more like the reality grounding energy. But having the Venus trining Jupiter, and it could you could have Venus trining Jupiter in like any element, any sign if there is a trine. Um, it could just mean you're super optimistic, very like you're a giver. You're a giver. Like I love like for like we'll bring this into business. Um, like I have uh, I do a, a yearly lavender meditation. I give everyone crystals and like a lavender gift, and it's my favorite part of the class. Like before I even go to teach, I'm like making everyone's gift and I'm putting it together, and then I see you and I'm like, oh my god, hi, you're the Gemini. Here's your little crystal gift, and I get so excited to like give them the gift. I don't know what what it is, but it, I think it could, it could be connected to Venus Jupiter just as I'm talking. Um, we just have to make sure you don't give like too much of yourself, like away or you're like overly optimistic and then you know let down for some things so that's that but if you have like venus for example because i know someone who has his venus in gemini like me but they're born earlier than me so their venus is actually trying um uranus or uranus or uranus in aquarius instead of their jupiter just because of the degrees and venus trying uranus is a completely different energy it's going to give your uh your venus it'll be more of like this erratic sporadic loving very out out there outlandish worldly things as opposed to connecting to this like jupiter um over over expansive over optimistic energy i can do anything the the uranus and aquarius could even have a more realistic approach to things but almost like a um it'll feel out there It'll feel out there. But like that's how how these things are aspected can like affect. That's like I, I guess more advanced and deeper. So okay, to recap because I'm going to forget what I talked about. Look at your midheaven first. Always the midheaven, that, that line in your chart, the foundation, go there first. Then we look at your second and sixth house. Then we look at your Saturn. Then we look at your Venus. Then we look at your Jupiter. And the last thing I'm going to talk about before I forget, go look at your North Node. Oh my gosh. My astrology teacher, Deborah Silverman, I've taken her level one and two programs. She's wonderful. She's a fellow Gemini. She says your North Node is the shortcut to enlightenment. And I always like to give her credit for saying that because I've never heard anyone say it that way. And it does kind of make a makes sense. If you can embody the qualities of your North Node, your life will be like, okay, I'm doing like the like, okay, perfect circle and then the, like, like that emoji. And like, it's, it's, it's true. When I embody the qualities of my North Node of Virgo in the third house, I feel a lot more grounded. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Um, so looking at your North Node and being like, hey, where do I need to go to, like, it's almost like if you think of it as, I would say, the star in the sky shining brightly, oh, you just are led to it. You're like, I must follow that light, right? Go to the light. Go to the light. That's what the North Node is. Go to the light, but you're not like dying. You're living. You're living towards the light energy though, right? But sometimes you might feel called into the um, the South Node, which you you need to embody those as well because it can almost help you get there. Like Again, there's that opposite energy like how I talked about at the beginning with the MCIC. 
you need the opposite of what you had in home in your business and career. So with your north node, south node, you need to sort of take some of the lessons you learned from your past life with that south node, but to get to your north node because every sign is its opposite. I want to do a post on every sign is its opposite and share that. Like I'm a Gemini, but I have some Sagittarius things. Like I feel like every sign has a little bit of their opposite. And I've met Sagittarians. They're maybe a little Gemini. And I feel like that's why you, you gravitate your opposite sign because they complement. Plus you just get along with them. They might bug you though. Um, yeah, but that's how I feel. Like if you're ever confused about a placement that you have, like for example, I'm a Cancer rising. I am one of the most business-driven people you will ever meet. As a Cancer rising, I find this shocking, <laughs> but I, I work from home. But um, Cancers are great business people. I'm sorry, but like, is it who is it? Um, Elon Musk is a Cancer. Okay, I'll just leave that there for you. Every sign has their opposite because Capricorn's opposite of Cancer, and Capricorns would be the ones you would think would be known for being business people. But you know what? I think Cancers have great business acumen because their driving factor is safety and um, security, and money can provide that. And how do you make money? Well, you work or you have a business that earns you money so that you can have security and safety. So that's where I think it comes from with cancer. Capricorn, I feel like they have different – they just they feel like they have an obligation to do something. With cancer, it's much more of an emotional driving factor. Um, safety is the most important thing for me in my entire life. Being a cancer rising was even look at your rising sign for your business. That's how people might even see you or see your brand. I use my cancer rising to determine my branding. That's why everything is blue on my Instagram feed. Go check it out. Someone described my feed to me as like safe. I was doing market research and I was like, that is the biggest compliment you could ever give me that you feel like my social media feed is safe because the internet is not a safe place sometimes. And I was like, I'm totally going off of my cancer rising with my branding, which is all, I'm all about safety. My lens of the world, safety. That's why I think I like virtual teaching as well. Cause I'm like, if someone's something bad's happening, shut the computer and it's done. You're safe. Right? So that's everything I have to share about where to look in your chart for your business placements and business. I mean, you could look anywhere. I could say like, look at your Mars to figure out how you're going to like use your masculine in your business and create structures and systems. I could do it for every single planet or house, but this is like the main ones to start. And if you're like, okay, I want more. I have my free class coming up. I have my Midheaven membership and I have my Midheaven mentorship. Or you honestly could just book a reading with me and we could just do straight up astrology business reading. So there's so many ways to uh, – there's even my, uh, my book, Don't Tell Me What to Do, with like the business stuff in there. So yeah, so many ways to go deeper with this. DM me on Instagram. Let me know some of your business placements. And – I think that's it. More business content to come. I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out 
weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new, for exclusive episodes. Or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.